Hello everyone, I'm Katie Burke, and welcome to The Sober Creative, where we debunk the myth of the tortured artist, we talk sobriety, creativity, and the practice there within. Hello everybody, I'm Katie Burke, and this is The Sober Creative. Um, this is today's uh, first episode, but this is actually an introductory episode. So what I'm going to go over today is who I am, uh, what sobriety will be in this podcast, what creativity will be in this podcast, and uh, how the two are going to coexist as a subject matter within the confines of this conversation. So I'm Katie Burke. Um, I am a creative here in Nashville. I write scripts. I'm an actor. I'm a musician. And uh, I love making things. So I wanted to make this podcast because I am two and some change years sober, and it has totally changed my life. Um, a huge mission of this podcast is to debunk the idea of the tortured artist or that we need drugs, alcohol, or any other addiction to create. Um, I myself have broken through that belief barrier, and so I really want to set others free from that limiting belief that you can only create through these certain avenues. Um, those are my goals. Uh, I want to talk about the subject of sobriety. There's a lot of different ways to think about it. My first early introductions to sobriety was very black or white, and it was either you're drinking or you're not, and that really frightened me because it made me put a lot of pressure on sobriety and the fear of relapsing, and uh, I found it helpful to get sober, but I didn't find it helpful in staying sober. So then it moved a little bit on to the lifestyle of sobriety and how it really ease up. Still staying sober, but not having so much pressure. Um, and that's where I am now with it. Uh, I'm still sober, but I there's this sense of uh, gray about all of it. I don't do drugs or alcohol. I do drink coffee. But the idea that it's not life or death and that if I were going to you know, kill myself if I didn't use, like, using is better than killing myself, things like that. Um, and not everybody's of that elk, but I think staying alive is a really good idea. So then what I want to introduce in this podcast is the idea of sobriety as a practice. So oftentimes when I talk with people and they're not uh, identifying as addicts, uh, they'll find out I'm sober and then they'll be like, oh, good for you. You know, my cousin had a problem with that or my mom. And I'm really glad you got the help that you needed. And I was, you know, and I, I say thank you and I appreciate their encouragement. And I encourage them that the idea of addiction is not solely for those who have identified as addicts, like with substances or sex or any other, like binge eating or anything like that. And that actually there's a ton, a massive, massive spectrum of addiction and like how it shows up in everybody's life. So, uh, let's say every time you get a call from a person, you always end up, uh, you know, freaking out. Like that's an addiction. That's an addiction to the mind. Every time they call, your body tenses up and you can't seem to breathe. Uh, you see their, their name come up on your phone or something like that and you just, you freak out. Um, that is like a pathway that has been engraved in uh, the body. And so just like that pathway is... Uh, burned in you the pathway to react to turn toward alcohol alcohol or people or some other you know a codependent action but like a mother to a son trying to take care of everything or fix everything that is also a burning of a pattern uh, in a body and a mind and all of that so what I'm trying to do is 
debunk the idea that those are separate or different because they're all the same thing. It's all reactivity. And to me, sobriety as a practice is the availability to be with those synapses and reactions as they occur and not react. So instead of freaking out uh, to be with the sensations and like follow them and ride them, and believe me, I am not a pro. Um, just today I have been sitting with some serious shame and fear and future tripping and, you know, have to call my network of people and it's just what happens. But what I want to talk about is that everybody, not just quote addicts go through this. Everybody has these reactions where we feel like we have to act a certain way to be okay. Um, so Sobriety as a practice, you could be someone who still drinks alcohol. You could be someone who um, is not abstinent from a certain substance or thing, but you can practice sobriety. So, like, let's say uh, you have the worst, shittiest day ever. And what you would usually do is go grab a glass of wine with friends at the bar. Um, to me, it, the idea of practicing sobriety is just like yoga or meditation or. Uh, practicing being generous when when you feel really stingy on uh, love, you know, like let's say you're having a really bad day and you just you just commit to practicing generosity. You know, you can commit to practicing something once in a while, uh, at least to try. So practicing sobriety, when you would go to the bar and kind of drown it all out with everybody, you might not have a problem, but you're still not staying available to all that that fire and anger or fear, uh, the gifts that those could bring if you stayed available to their end uh, of them kind of playing themselves out in the body and dropping the story about it are huge super gifts that I think is what gives everybody these, these sense of invincibility and superpowers is being with these big emotions instead of narrowing the bandwidth to get drunk or to call that person that's your wet blanket or that's your safety blanket however it is for you however it shows up practicing sobriety in the moment so that's the idea of practicing sobriety as if it were yoga as if it were meditation like oh I could commit to sobriety right now okay I'm feeling like shit right now I could let me just try committing to sobriety right now where I would go do something what if I just stayed with it sat with it wait till the heat kind of cooled itself down um the idea of creativity, uh, to me, creativity is like, well, what art is for me is a player, a truth, and a witness. Those are like the, the triad of what art is. Creativity is my favorite thing in the world. And I think it's because there's so much listening involved. Creativity, to me, is the channeling of something bigger than, my, than myself that I'm connected to that like passes through me. And though it could be part of my experience or it could be part of someone else's experience or something that is to come or will never come or whatever. Something is coming through me and I'm doing a lot of listening while I let it come through. So the, the idea of having more availability with creativity through sobriety is a huge win to me. So my creativity uh, has been awakened and opened through sobriety because my availability is heightened. So where I was drowning and narrowing the bandwidth of my availability, I was losing possibilities in how I could create and what I could create content-wise, what could come through me, because it was a stark, bleak, specific hold on life that I had, 
and on uh, my body that I had and on my availability. So what I want to talk about in The Sober Creative is the practice of sobriety to awaken the possibility of creativity and gain more availability therein to create things that you never thought that you would. Um, so that's sobriety and creativity as a practice. Uh, what we're going to be talking about is I'm going to have guests and we're going to be talking about creativity in their life, sobriety in their life, and how they have coincided. I might have guests that are not completely sober, but practice sobriety as a way to uh, open up some floodgates. Um, basically, as I said in the beginning, the mission is to debunk the idea of the tortured artist because that is a trope that really steers us all in a dangerous direction. Some of us won't even begin to be creative because of the, the violent assault on uh, artistry that is the idea that the, we're all crazy. And I think everyone is an artist. Uh, Julia Cameron's book, The Artist Way, is really important to me and important to so many people. It's changed so many people's lives, and she's sober and a uh, huge creative and a mammoth in the creativity, like, uh, patterning and uh, unlocking community. So I really think that the, the starving artists, the crazy artists, all that shit is distorted views that just got perpetuated through fear and stigma and whatever. But we have a lot more information now about how to be available and awake and alive and how to cope with things. So to me, and I've found in my life and in my work, the years that I have been sober, my work has been what I've always dreamt it to be. And that's a truth that I want to really make clear, that my work sober has trumped all of my years drinking and taking Adderall, the ways that I thought I had to be to create. My voice is a million times better. My availability of opportunities has has completely ripped the lid off of itself and I believe in myself and I had a distorted view of belief in myself then that was about as wide as my room or between me and my door width because once I got outside it would crumple completely and I still have trouble with that but I'm able to be with it and I'm able to have community because I'm not busy withdrawing in addiction to you know some people withdraw as an addiction and some people withdraw to complete their addiction whatever it is I'm able to connect with people and I'm able to connect with my higher power my I believe in God uh, I believe in God as this universal thing I probably will talk about God in this podcast it's not God like this guy who's old who's this paternal figure or whatever God to me is this it it is like the tumbling toward truth or awakening or harmony uh, and harmony isn't this like fixed thing either it's this kind of wobbling thing that has destruction and creation in the same breath so to me that's God this huge force that has destruction and creation in one breath that's just like tingling and buzzing and, and turning uh, and to me that's the life force that's in all beings so I might refer to God that's what I'm talking about so to me I get spits of that through my spigot or my funnel and then I create something and then that's when the craftsmanship comes on. So sobriety with creativity, they're both these huge journeys of having these massive uh, 
downloads, so let's say you're sober and you have a huge download of like emotion or sensations that are occurring and you're creating and you have this huge download of emotions and sensations that are occurring. So once they kind of happen, we need ways to work with them and mold them and craft them. And that's where the funnel, which is me or you or anyone else creating, becomes the molder and uh, that's where we put our kind of print on things. We can all receive the same meat from God, from the universe, but how we mold it, how we bake it, how we put the, the you know, if we're making a meat pie, how we put the, the dough on top and mold it and perfect it and uh, articulate it is all going to be really different. And that is where craftsmanship and tools, uh, all the buffering makes things specific to the human that it comes through. So... That's about it. I just wanted to clarify what sobriety, what creativity, and what the practice of these are for me in this podcast. And I hope you will enjoy episode number one, the real number one, up next. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you. I love you. Bye.